hello, it's June, so we're back with another Common Briefing program, a part of the Common Geeking program where each month we take a look at, um, well, geek news. We try to see what sort of fun updates there are, what interesting, impactful, or otherwise entertaining headlines have come out of the geek sphere, such as gaming, franchises, uh, tech, whatever, uh, disc golf, if Pat's here, but he's not, so you're safe. Uh, I'm joined this month by... Uh, hi, I'm hi, Jeff I'm Levitt. Daniel or Chowder, oh, all right. you prefer. Uh, also Jeff Levitt, but, uh... Yep. <laughs> I, usually I don't fun, see... Uh, fun, some I, fun Discord lag there. <laughs> yeah, I usually don't see Chowder jump on it like that, and also see Jeff let me let let everything flounder like that usually jeff is quick to jump in and say all right colin let's just let's move uh so <laughs> that uh, it's me i'm colin i'm hosting this and doing a bad job but we're going to break down june which had some big stuff in it uh typically a big month for video games this year technically no exception uh and i'm probably going to dive a lot <laughs> into that um but before we dive in uh what you guys been up to lately how you feeling how you doing i haven't I haven't caught up with either of you proper in some time. Oh, you know, I'm back visiting New York from California for the umpteenth time this year. And uh, you want to hang it's... out sometime today or tomorrow? Yeah, sure, for sure. Red, radical. Damn. God, God what, it's, is, uh, it's... Is, is it is it that easy to see friends? Yeah, well, you know, Chowder and I live like three blocks from each other, rather than in yeah, Albany, <laughs> like some sort of nerd I, ass. Yeah. But, uh... I mean, honestly. <laughs> If you say, "Hey, Chowder, you want to hang out?" I'm like, "If uh, I'm not doing anything, I'll be, I'll be down." But anyways, you know, I totally forgot about the whole Batman does not do oral thing. But oh uh, my yeah. god, that uh, is a story uh, we have to talk about. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely okay. talking about Batman not. Doing okay, oral. you yeah, you can handle that one, Chowder. That's actually <laughs> that's I totally forgot about it too. Um, kind of threw me off. I was thinking about what my day's gonna be like, and now I'm just like, does Batman? vaginas uh so <laughs> just gotta clear this energy a little bit what was i gonna say yeah i don't know i just whenever i think about like do i have plans today for the past like two weeks the answer has been well you're not done with the mass effect trilogy so <laughs> you gotta finish that i don't know if either of you guys have played mass effect fucking man yeah. it's well they're games that respect your choices throughout multiple games and I, I played the first two years and years ago, and I beat the second game, and a lot of people died, and I, like, just barely got through it with a crew. And I was like, all right, that was pretty fun. And I talked to all my friends, and all my friends were like, I didn't know you could fuck it up that badly. I didn't know that many people could die. That's a surprising I, failure. I didn't know you, you did. could be that incompetent. Yeah, I, that was pretty much, people like, it couldn't be that bad. I'm like, the only one who lived was Jack. And they're like, How? I didn't know Garrus could die, uh, so I refused to play Mass Effect 3 until I would go back and did it. Never did until the remaster came out last month. Uh, I bought it, and uh, boy howdy, is this trilogy more, in like, just incredible when you actually put the time into it. And only one person died this time, so feel pretty good about that. Good for you. Um, good for you. <laughs> beyond that, it's hot. And I am looking forward to it not being hot, and that's that's just kind of my mindset right now. Is yeah, I was not really like being toasty. I was not fucking mentally prepared to come from Long Beach and have it be hotter in Schenectady. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is it? My my wrist is currently saying to me that it's ninety three degrees. Whenever I'm like near an open window, though, um, like 
it feels like someone is just like open mouth breathing on me as hard as they can. It's oppressively hot. And like I've yeah. been in 90 degree weather. I don't know what it is, but it's it's gross today. Yeah. So I'm hoping that a little talk down some June news is going to going to maybe hmm. perk me up in a way that the sun cannot. See, um, I recently <laughs> got a uh, Owlboy for the Switch, which is uh so far so good. The artwork is beautiful in it, man. That's okay. So I'm a big and I'll talk more about this later. I'm a big Metroidvania junkie. So when I was looking for, like, what are the best Metroidvanias, I, everyone kept saying Owlboy. And then it came out on Xbox finally. I was like, I'll get Owlboy. And it is, it is like, it's gorgeous. They, they really know what style they're going for, and they nail it. I, I didn't dig it. I fell off that game pretty quickly. It'd be hard to put my finger on why, but like, what what's working for you in that game? As for people listening, Owl Boy is a game where you play as an owl slash boy Checks in out. a flying, yep, well, in a flying kingdom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, keep in mind, I haven't gone that far in it yet. Maybe like an hour in. Uh, mm. uh, but so far, what I'm kind of liking is just flying. I like I like <laughs> the freedom I got. Yeah, to just fly around, you know. That's fair. I think for me that came across as a little tedious because at first I'm like, oh my God, I'm not limited to movement because movement is such a core way to structure uh, a Metroidvania by limiting like how high you can jump, how fast you can run, where you can fit. And in this game, you're just like, nope, you're flying all over the place. But I, I think after a few minutes, I just got a little uh, a little bored because maybe just because it was like it's not very fast movement, but it, it was yeah. undeniably pretty. And uh, I'd be curious to, I've always yeah. wanted to like Owlboy, so I'm curious to hear how your playthrough goes. Because yeah, I played no, like maybe I six mean, or six hours. I mean, look, there's plenty of time for me to have the same reaction you do, you know? It's not like I've gotten that far in the game yet. It's just, I was so bummed because I'm such, I love this subgenre so much, and this is like one of the most acclaimed iterations in the last few years, and I just, it yeah. didn't connect with me, and I, it's, it's sad. I wish it did. Bummer. What's going on with you, Jeff? Uh, oh, you know, I got back from a uh, from a family hot, as always. Yeah, I got back from a little family vacation. Is Jeff gone? Can you not yep. hear me? Can you can't now? Hear I me. can hear you now. now I, can I was hear literally you. just like talking <laughs> at you, and you're like, "Are you are you gone? Are you here?" <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a good recording. Ooh, boy. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, not, right. not much. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'm just gonna jump right in. Okay, yeah, let's so. go for it. Okay, so enough faffing about. We're we're in it. We're talking about June news, and I think I'm mostly just going to be talking about stuff from E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo, formerly the thing that all the games companies did. Now the thing that one of them does. Uh... <laughs> Honestly, everyone's just kind of debating why we even bother with E3 anymore. But you know, well, yeah, it's. I mean, the because like this this E3 was pretty. It was overall. it was I mean, relatively like, light. I think that's probably fair considering what the last year but has been. If you been. like actually recount the games they showed, there were many. It just no, yeah, nothing that exciting. We didn't really care about. Yeah, I yeah. think that uh, I I sort of disagree. There weren't as many things that like blew my hair back, but there were a lot of things that I was like, oh damn, that looks fun. So, like, a little less min-max, a little more jack-of-all-trades was my experience. But, uh, I mean, Nintendo did have their direct, so yeah, that sort no, of fits Nintendo in it. Nintendo definitely was, like, 
killing it this time around. Just uh, Well, before we get to Nintendo, yeah. I'm going to talk to the universally considered winner, which is Microsoft. And the reason they won is Game Pass, because they showed 30 games, and 27 of them I don't have to pay any more for. Uh, <laughs> so, so comparing that to Nintendo's, hey, this game that you got for 50 bucks 10 years ago, it's 60 now. I hope you like it. <laughs> Compared to that particular approach, uh, I'm just going to run down a few things that uh, Microsoft announced that I think are worth paying attention to. Uh, we got some updates on Halo Infinite. Uh, we finally got a look at some of the revamped uh, graphics after the uh, mixed reception uh, that I wasn't too harsh on, but a lot of people were uh, in last year's showcase. Uh, and it looks pretty good, though we didn't see a lot. We got a story teaser. We got some multiplayer clips. Halo multiplayer looks fun. It's just, it looks like a crazy arena fun time. To be honest, I didn't see enough to make an opinion. It was weird that Halo, which is coming out this year on its 20th anniversary, only had like seven minutes in their 90-minute showcase. Um, what got a lot of time in their showcase was a little ditty called Forza Horizon 5. Have either of you played a Forza Horizon game? I'm going to guess no. Uh, I've literally played. never heard of it, no. I've played okay. a few. So <laughs> or have, is it a different racing game that I'm thinking of? I've played some kind of racing game. Well, uh, the, uh, racing games, I mean, um, typically, unless racing games are being received by people that enjoy cars and racing, uh, there's not a lot of fanfare. Uh, but this game says, this franchise says, hey, what if racing games were fun? <laughs> and it works. So Forza Horizon, uh, I jumped on board around Forza Horizon 3 uh, when they did their Hot Wheels expansion, which was surprisingly fun. thing is, there's a f mainline Forza franchise that is realistic car simulation. They take that engine and then they put it in an open world game. And yeah, it is engine. just bananas fun. And Forza 5 looks... Incredible. It is the the most excited uh I I was the game for which I was the most excited after this E3 was Forza Horizon 5 because it just looks like a fun time. It doesn't do the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart thing where it's like, hey, we're gonna demonstrate that this new console is like a new fucking beast. It just looks like a solid all-around game. Uh I'd love to get my hands on a PS5 to try Ratchet and Clank, but you know, we'll get there. That is supposedly <laughs> a well-reviewed game. Uh other than that. The the hammer dropped with Bethesda because a few months ago Xbox bought Bethesda, Microsoft bought Bethesda. Oh yeah, I forgot. And about everyone that. was like, "Yeah, but you're still going to put the games on PlayStation, right?" And this month <laughs> they finally said, "No, why would we do that? That's stupid." <laughs> when they announced that uh, Starfield, the first yeah. new IP by Bethesda in 25 years, the folks who have made the Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Uh, they're and making don't a new forget game. Fallout seventy six. Can't forget that masterpiece. Hey man, that game's That's fun. Part of Fallout. Fallout seventy six is part of Fallout. <laughs> it is. Well, Jeff, the, the 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 history is that Fallout seventy six did the thing that a lot of no, uh, yeah, live I remember all do. this stuff with seventy six. Yeah, I was just yeah. in my head questioning why you said. They haven't released anything in 25 years. And I was like, yes, they have. And then I was like, oh, IP. Okay, I understand. <laughs> new, new IP. <laughs> I was like, and, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I, I don't think anybody was really surprised, but to finally get it in writing, hey, Starfield yeah. is not coming to PlayStation. It is PC and Xbox only. 
uh, there was Oof. a lot of. I bet all those people that, that paid uh, that paid probably like a lot extra to get a scalped uh, PS5 that probably were yeah. like big into Bethesda <laughs> game. Bethesda, you know, there's yeah. that's probably a demographic of people that are really really pissed a- now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that said, because of their cloud streaming stuff, they probably won't have to shell out 500 bucks for a Series X. They can just say, "I'll do a Game Pass free trial and see if I like the game." So right whatever but yeah no that that was that was a big shift that we all kind of saw coming that was finally confirmed wait sorry you don't uh, actually need a fucking question. xbox to use game pass uh that's correct their cloud thing is in beta so huh. they're trying to make it so you can just kind of play xbox wherever i Definitely guess i knew that at some on point. an xbox is <laughs> i've said something to that effect yeah but having no, I... It sounds familiar. It just sounds it gives wild you to me the when most, saying it out loud. Like immediate responsive experience, but it is nice that I could say like, "Hey Jeff, here's a game you might like. I have a free trial. Play it on your phone if you want." Like that's yeah. that's kind of cool. It's no longer, "Hey, do you have a spare $300?" No. Right. <laughs> okay. Too bad. Yeah. Um, that's fair. But it does raise the question about Elder Scrolls 6, which is, are they going to make Elder Scrolls Xbox exclusive? Yeah, that'd be and, wild. Well, it was before uh, that's that's what's strange is they said it was starfield which hasn't come out anywhere but morrowind was an xbox and pc game back in 2002 huh. <laughs> and am i they're so doing it, it again i might so be completely I, I talking I, out my ass right now but yeah am i am i correct in saying that like wasn't it a thing previously that like depending on decisions you made in a previous elder scrolls game it would affect like the next one wasn't there some sort of like cross compatibility like that or am i just totally making there, that up you th- uh, that is true of mass effect which oh, mass i've been effect. playing okay, okay, a, okay. a redonk amount of uh but elder scrolls the games are usually set either across the continent or hundreds of years apart so, so it's not relevant what the choices yeah you made not were. okay not, i don't know yeah really. i don't know why i was confusing those two but yeah that would be wild so if, uh... so i think a lot of people are speculating are they going to make this exclusive i think the answer is going to be yes given what they did mm-hmm. with Starfield and the fact yeah, that they yeah. did this 20 years ago. So we're probably not going to see that game for another 10 years. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but uh, that is a big thing. Otherwise, we got announcements from Microsoft for Outer Worlds 2 with a very fun trailer saying, we don't have anything to show you, but we want to announce the game. Um, <laughs> we yeah, got... I've been playing uh, Outer Worlds on mm-hmm. the Switch. Pretty fun game. Uh, really not, good. Yeah, no, not not a great port, but like uh, I'm... Yeah. I'm past that pretty pretty fun game man i yeah. like it no it's it's really good it's i mean it's made by obsidian the folks who did uh fallout new vegas and yeah. this is basically them saying well what if we did our own fallout and it is if you pulled fallout a little bit in the direction of borderlands that's sort of the tone and style and it is really funny really fun and really rewarding I think, uh, uh, RPG stuff. Uh, otherwise, Microsoft had some big stuff about, like, Flight Simulator coming to console, a lot of other small indies that looked really fun, Psychonauts 2, uh, Hades is coming to Xbox, so I'll finally get to play it, and I'm so stoked on that. Oh, the man, big thing, The big thing about Xbox right now is that Game Pass is doing the heavy lifting. They announced 27 games. 27, like, fucking big games. Bananas. Coming out on Game Pass, so I don't have to pay 60, 70 bucks for them. So, take that as what you will. If you have an Xbox, or you just want to play via the cloud, like, it's gonna be the most affordable way to play new games. But, Nintendo did not sleep on this one. Um, No, they did not. I don't know about you guys. Even though, like, Zelda is not my main squeeze, 
and I did <laughs> like Breath of the Wild a lot. That Breath of the Wild 2 trailer, did that, like, really fucking slap? Or what? Oh, my God, yes. I, I was, was like, really into the Breath I, I, of the I Wild 2 teaser. I was going through that thing, like, looking at every little detail, like, yeah. what could this mean? What could this mean? Why? Is I saw like, a lot of people complaining like that it's, like, arm. I saw people complaining, like, we didn't get a story, we didn't get a name, we didn't get, I'm like, no, but you got a setting, and you got some new powers, and it's like, you know this game is years away. Yeah. Nintendo does not <laughs> well, make things quickly. Away. Yeah. But yeah, uh, a, a year. Oh, I'm I'm curious to see if they can stick to that timeline. But like, th <laughs> this seems very much in the vein of like how Ocarina of Time had uh, Majora's Mask as its follow up. You know, Spirit Tracks, Phantom Hourglass, like that kind of like limited sequel where they're like, oh, this game did well, we'll make another one like it. And yeah. Breath of the Wild was really and like, good. If, if and you know about like, that. yeah, and if you know about Majora's Mask, Majora's Mask is like a crazy ambitious game that. While yeah. not appreciated when it first came out, everyone's come to like understand. Yeah, holy shit, this game is like amazing. So yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe yeah, and lightning will strike twice with Breath of the Wild too. And then the the fact that it's like all in a floating area, like I got Bioshock yeah. Infinite vibes from that. Like I've played games in that setting before, but you don't get a lot of sandbox games in that setting. Breath of the yeah. Wild was what was very fun about it was it really did feel like a sandbox game in a way Zelda never had before. Yeah, no, you had a lot of freedom, and, like, uh, the ability to just explore the skies is going to be really good yeah, with, with I, that freedom. And, like, also, interestingly, it that sky world re resembles, like, uh, Skyloft from uh, Skyward, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword? Skyward Sword, that's kind of what I was thinking. I never played Skyward Sword, but I know that the remake is coming soon, and I was like, that's a fun coincidence. Yeah. Asterisk. Hmm. But also, like, there's, like, all these little references to Twilight Princess. I'm like, you think we could see Midna again? Because, like, Midna's a great yeah. character, but she, uh, she has not appeared in anything since Twilight yeah. Princess. Since Twilight Well, yeah. we, we will see. I'm, I'm honestly, like, Zelda rarely gets me excited. I want to see more of that. However, that pales in comparison to the absolute loss of all physical control I experienced when... Someone said new Metroid, and I was like, oh, finally, we get update on Metroid Prime 4. You know, the first-person shooter trilogy. Get another one of those. And instead, we are getting a 2.5D sequel to Metroid Fusion in the first side-scrolling Metroid original game in 20 years in Metroid Dread. And I can't fucking contain my I excitement know. about this game. So are they... And it's coming in October. Like, this so it, isn't like how they announced Metroid Prime 4 three years ago and then said nothing. So this is a side-scroller. Is it, like, yes. the old art style, too, or is it nope. updated it's, graphics? No, it's 2.5D, so it is 3D rendered, but you're locked into the side-scrolling perspective. Nice. Um, Metroid Fusion was... Uh, I've beaten that game, I think, 17 times. That game came out on the Game Boy Advance in 2002, right alongside Metroid Prime. Both games amazing. Uh, but Fusion is technically the furthest forward in the timeline we've ever gone. Yeah, yeah, like Me Metroid Dread with that uh, trailer, they first were calling it Metroid 5, indicating yep. this is a continuation of that story. And like mm -hmm. uh, another interesting thing about Metroid Dread, we've known that name for a while. Like I want to say 15 years ago or something, there was like a leak and like Metroid Dread was one of those names and everyone was like, oh, what's up with that? But then we never heard from it and we're yeah. like, oh probably canceled and now it's here yeah, and now like, it's here and it's like what oh, oh okay i guess I that's read, still a thing i polygon did a small yeah, interview I mean, they must have renewed the, the 
<laughs> yeah, but the creative director had the idea shortly after Metroid Fusion. In Metroid Fusion, there's these parasites that mimic other creatures, and one of them mimics you. And the super-powered you is, like, chasing you in these little vignettes throughout the game. And let me tell you, it's pretty spooky when that happens. And so <laughs> I guess shortly after Metroid Fusion came out, the creative director said, what if that was the whole game? Uh, and he had the idea back in, like, 2005, and just it didn't get made till now. Uh, there was a re uh, a That's what Dark Samus is, right? No. That, oh, this okay. is called the SAX. Dark Samus is a Metroid. It is Metroid Prime took the form of Samus. That is strictly I in the see. Metroid Prime games. It okay, is a shared timeline, but anything. yeah, it's yeah. This is not a, a Metroid lore. I just episode, knew that. I just knew that that Dark Samus was a parasite that looked like Samus. So I was like, that must be what yeah. you're talking about. Nope, nope, nope. Yep. We're talking about a completely different, totally parasite different that parasite that looks like <laughs> yeah. Oh um, my god. Coincidence? Yeah, a hat I on think a hat. not. So uh, we're getting another one of these, and it's um, th there was a reimagining of Metroid 2, which was on the original Game Boy. I've played Metroid 2. Really hard to fit an action-adventure game on the original Game Boy. I know it's happened a couple of times, but I do not think it worked for this. The reimagining a few years ago on the 3DS was great. And I think that because it's this this studio, I think uh, I'll have to look it up. It's Mystery Stream or something. This studio that made that remake is co-developing uh, this new Metroid game. So I have yeah. a feeling this idea was just sitting in gestation, didn't get any traction. Especially we haven't had a new Metroid game in ten years, really, uh, yeah, since no. Other M failed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think that this was kind of like, hey, this remake went well. Let's give you the resources and it's finally happening and i think of all the things that came out while xbox is still where i'm gonna be living i am gonna get a fucking shop vac to dust off my nintendo switch to play the absolute <laughs> shit out of metroid dread otherwise uh oh. star trek stuff got a teaser for picard uh, trailer for picard season two looks interesting looks fun want to see more um got casting for star trek prodigy which is the kids show jason matsukas is going to be in it which is just not who I would have pegged for either Star Trek or a kid's show, but now he's in both. Um, and, oh yeah, this was right at the end of last month. What is it? Uh, there was a leaked, canceled uh, Samsung uh, mascot that everyone on the internet <laughs> It was canceled? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was canceled and that Samsung never went forward with it. Like it was an gotcha. idea that never got published and then it got leaked. And uh yeah. next thing I know, it is all over everything on the and internet. Everyone's and just yeah. being horny. So horny. So unfortunately horny. Um, I'm sure I'll have some other small things that I want to bring up, but I've been talking for long enough. Really, it's a weird E3, but there is a lot of good gaming stuff out there to look at, and there's a lot of stuff that I am looking forward to play. I think it's exciting, and uh, I'll try to link in our show notes uh, a more comprehensive list of what these games are, uh, so that if you are interested in what happened, you can take a closer look. But uh, Halo, Forza, uh, Battlefield 2042 looks insanely fun. Uh, and uh what else was i gonna say man Something they're about on the politics. their 2042nd game that that is insane it's and i've played them all it's been really destructive to my health anyway who's next uh me i guess i'll go next uh colin kind of stole my thunder with uh metroid dread and uh breath of the wild too my uh but there's plenty of games to talk about still, because, like, 
Uh, er- earlier this month, we had uh, the announcement of Metal Slug Tactics, which is mm-hmm. uh, normally Metal Slug is like a side-scrolling run-and-gun game where you just shoot everything in sight. Uh, here, it's more of a strategy game, and like the art looks good. The pix- it's uh, as always SNK is like really good at pixel art. Uh, and just another game in a series that doesn't get a lot of love, always great. But uh, more importantly, we then have the Elder or the Elder Ring, Elden Ring trailer, uh, yeah. which like <laughs> Austin <laughs> pops out of nowhere. Uh. Austin pops out yeah, of nowhere. I have Austin has Pepper, like disappeared Pepper. from so many groups I'm in over the last few weeks, and I'm surprised Elden Ring hasn't drawn him out because. Wow, did we get a trailer? Yeah, no, like, <laughs> after all these years, we finally get to see a little bit of Elden Ring, and it looks great, you know? We got, like, horse riding, and you can double jump on the horse, and, uh, all, and like, severed hands and shit, and a uh, good look at, like, <laughs> what the setting was like. Ah, oh, it's good shit, man. It's what I love in my games is some severed hands. Fuck yeah. Mm. Severed hands and double jumping horses. <laughs> horses can but, double jump. It, <laughs> but yeah, no, this ge- but like this game looks a lot faster than most of the Dark Souls games. It uh yeah. it feels more comparable to like uh Bloodborne uh mm-hmm. and uh, uh I feel like they're taking a lot of what they learned in Sekiro and applying it to this game. So yeah. like it's looking really good. And like Yeah, I've it's tried gonna... to, I've tried to get into the Souls games. I found them a little clunky. I did play a bit of Sekiro and it's fun. I don't remember why i fell off i just think i ended up playing other stuff i did play the surge a lot uh which is like a sci-fi souls like and i think elden ring well i i didn't care about it until i saw the trailer because i'm like i it's one of those things i want to see what it's all about and if it's just a little faster and a little smoother if it's got that sekiro flow i might dip my toes into it Hmm. because sekiro feels good to play right yeah and uh and some more stuff from the Nintendo Direct. We had a new WarioWare announced, which is like oh, nice, yeah. like like nice. That game hasn't had a new game in a while. I was gonna say like, it's been a <laughs> been a hot I think minute since the Wii. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, uh, hey, Nintendo, you're giving us games other than Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon some love again. That's yeah, that's nice. I mean, you know, you got granted. Metroid, I think you got, we uh, we could consider got, uh, WarioWare, WarioWare somewhat and- of a Mario spinoff. <laughs> Fair. Fair. But you know what else? They're announcing a remake for Advance Wars 1 and 2 called Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. And it's like, yes, I fucking love that game back in the Game Boy Advance days. It's I have heard so many good things about Advance Wars, and I totally missed the boat on it. What is the deal with this game? Okay, so it's a tactics game a la... Like something like Fire Emblem, but mm-hmm. but but like in uh, but you're like commanding like ar- armies and tanks and stuff, and you ha- and like you take the role of like these generals called COs, and like uh, it's basically like a cartoony ass chess where it's where you're like uh, trying to out strategize the other opponent, and uh, and like uh, and like each of the generals have like their own specific advantages and weaknesses and like special mm-hmm. powers that uh really change up how the game plays and like also there's just a glut of amazing features like uh like uh build your own map maker so you can like create your own custom maps to like play on uh it's got uh it's got multiplayer so like you can play with another person so like you can like 
compete against someone else and that's great uh and like all the different kind of units you have like infantry uh mech units that are uh that are like infantry but with rocket launchers tanks uh fighter jets bombers it's it, there's a lot a, a lot of depth to the game and uh it is simple to understand and learn and like it, like chess it's simple to understand and learn but like once you get into it there there's a lot of meat to the game and it's great uh nice let's see what else uh final fantasy 9 is getting an animated tv series in an article oh, yeah. by game and, yeah yeah in an article I'm by excited game for Informer, that. they're uh uh they're apparently working on an animated series for Final Fantasy IX, and it's like, oh, okay. Because here's the thing. Final Fantasy IX is, like, the best Final Fantasy game. Like, it's got an amazing story with great characters. Uh, well, then why does everyone say Seven's the best? <laughs> I was going to say Because that they have no culture, Colin. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Which is nine okay. again? What, what do they do? N- nine. You don't have to go to the whole uh, well, thing, but uh, okay. So <laughs> throw re- some buzzwords at me. <laughs> uh, Colin's question in more uh, serious earnestness. Uh, so se- seven is like the game that like most people have played, right? Like everyone's played seven, but like you know there are people who don't really care for seven because they feel like it was such a departure from the previous Final Fantasy games, or uh, or it's like oh I like the later games better. But, like, everyone kind of, like, can come come together to say, okay, Final Fantasy IX was good. Like, it... Okay. Yeah, and uh, Final Fantasy IX is, like, a sort of... It, it was, like, one of... It was the last Final Fantasy game to come out for the original PlayStation. And uh, they made it as a sort of tribute to all previous Final Fantasy games. Gotcha. Yeah, so it, like, has the medieval setting of the first six games and has, like, all these... Uh, references to the early final fantasy games but also they they mean it as like a sort of swan song because like final fantasy would like go through radical changes and hasn't really been the same since so like Mm. and uh it really it's just got an incredible story because like uh there there's this character named bb who's like uh basically like this uh uh automaton golem kind of thing Made made for war, but but like gained sentience. It's not too far off from like a warforged in that mm-hmm. regards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like all the stuff about him, about his own existentialism, about his own about what it means to be alive and stuff. It's all so good. And like, oh, this is one that has uh, Orko in it. Yeah, it's just a story done well, and it's like I hope they do it justice. I hope they don't fuck this up. Cause this one would dev- if they fucked this up, I would be devastated. Actually, that's uh, being sad. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it, it could go one of two ways. Like you know, I, I don't think it'll just be like I. It'll probably be very good or very bad, knowing how like video game content, you know, media usually turns out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, next thing. Uh, we there was a trailer released for a Scooby Doo movie called Scooby Doo meets. <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog. So and it's like, there was a contentious exchange between you two <laughs> that I don't understand here. I was, uh, okay, listen, I, I watched the trailer and I'm now on the other side of it. Because when I, when I just saw the headline of like, oh, Scooby-Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog, I was thinking that it was going to be like, you know, a continuation of like, you know, how Scoob had all these like bizarre connections to Hanna-Barbera cartoons. And I'm just like, we don't Uh-oh. need to have CGI Scooby-Doo movies that cross over with everything. We don't need so I was like, Hanna-Barbera shut the hell up. And then I watched it. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> it's still the, 
original animation yep. stuff like that is like okay okay fine this is gonna be more like batman <laughs> versus the ninja turtles for me than than Scoob. yeah so <laughs> yeah it's and it's like yeah no courage the cowardly dog i love that show it's such, such a, a good show. show oh my god it's, it's got like all that lovely horror stuff and like courage is great uh great character great dog uh and it's like yeah no this is like a great crossover to have. Like I've never thought about having it, but now that yeah. it's here, it's like, yeah, no, it's too scary. Too scary dogs, dogs with some uh, yeah. <laughs> with some mystical shit going on. Yeah, no, it's it's just a good idea, and I two dogs I, too scary. Two dogs <laughs> too scary. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, Lord, let's see. Uh, is there anything else on the lighter stuff before I start talking about? Uh, Batman. Oh yes, yes. One <laughs> one more thing. Uh, let's talk about uh, apparently Batman and uh, so in an interview with the creators of the Harley Quinn animated series. <laughs> this is by far the dumbest fucking story that we have the whole. We month. already said it earlier, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, there came a part where like uh, the creators saying like, oh, they let us get away with a lot of stuff, but then like, they'll like stop us on certain things. For example, uh, there was a part where we had uh, Batman perform oral sex on Catwoman and DC stepped in and was like, no, whoa, whoa, you can't do that. Batman doesn't do that. And we're like, why not? This isn't a, oh, wait a minute. I've got the perfect fucking, uh, heroes don't do that. And it's like, Heroes don't do that. Heroes don't pleasure their uh, lovers. It's oh, just like... Oh, man. The, it's got just the instant reaction across all spheres of the internet was <laughs> it's, pretty wonderful to behold. It, it, yeah. And it's such a weird hypocrisy because, like, not too long ago, we got, like, an adaptation of Killing Joke where Batman bonks fucking Batgirl, uh, uh, someone who is young enough to be his daughter. Yep. And, and <laughs> On it's a rooftop. Like, Heroes it even do it. that. He, yeah, hero, heroes totally have sex with like someone way younger than them. But, but uh, they you don't. Know, but Hold uh, on, I pleasuring... just posted the uh, the perfect video reaction to this to the to the <laughs> meme for this. But but like pleasuring your lover, who like your longtime lover. Nah, fuck that. Nah, and it's and it's like, what are your priorities, DC? It, uh, yeah. I, I got a nice long laugh out of that. I I follow this one stupid Twitter account called Riker Googling, which is the happy, horny character from Star Trek if he were using Google. And he just Googled, why don't heroes do that? And, like, that's just kind of the tone that you yeah. got across yeah. the board. Like, it's like, just people he, like, what yeah. the why? fuck are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, the, the exact quote is, and DC was like, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. They're like, heroes don't do that. So we said, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? They were like, no, it, it's that we sell, it's that we sell, uh, Merchandise. uh consumer toys for or heroes. It's a hard sell. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is going, also going down on someone. And no, I'm, it's not. Is it? it's a, Cause it's are, adult. Are sure? Is it really? It's are like, it's sure? adult media. So like, why would it's that adult media? Represent, like you didn't like, have a problem with Batman. <laughs> this is doing like other <laughs> questionable shit. So why the, is yeah. this a problem? I'm trying to imagine the situation where a six year old boy sees a Batman toy 
in Walmart and they're very conservative, conservative pearl clutching parents. I could not say that for the life of me. Says, no, 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 no. That person licks a vagina. And then the boy says, I don't know what any of that means. Buy the toy. Okay. But also just like, I mean, you know. Like you could you could shift the 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 toy argument over because honestly, like nowadays, since kids are more into video games, like when you're selling like action figures of like you know superhero characters and shit like that, a huge market for that is honestly adult collectors. But still, who on earth would that like? You <laughs> honestly, know? I feel yeah. like adult collectors <laughs> would love uh, Batman with going down on his girlfriend action. You know? Oh my god! Yeah, get make it an action figure. Make I just it a loved... pillowcase. A lot of options here. Batman Dakimura. I... <laughs> yeah, I just absolutely loved all of the the DJ Khaled uh, memes that were being shared over. <laughs> <it>. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh my god. All right. That. But that, anyway, that... I just I just posted a perfect vine for uh, for this story that you guys can watch on your own time later. <laughs> That makes me laugh, but uh, yeah, I, I no, will watch a... it and likely link it in this. All in right, show let's notes. get to more depressing news. Uh, firstly, we have uh, I don't know. That's pretty depressing, uh, to be honest. Uh, a tweet from <laughs> Katie West saying regarding so many of us dot com and Arthur Warren Ellis, our official statement. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Warren Ellis has been accused of like uh, just being a fucking sex pest and like being oh, and like. And like molestation and sexual harassment and the whole shebang. And it's like, fuck, fuck that dude. And uh, they released a statement uh, uh, address. Uh, and I'm going to read the statement out. Uh, update June 23rd, 2021. We, when we published so many of us.com on July 13, 2020, we expressly did not want to quote unquote cancel author Warren Ellis. Rather, we shared constructive ways to address the all too common issue of powerful men's abusive behavior. We challenge mm-hmm. people to rethink past actions and to consider how and why they may have facilitated harmful behaviors and environment. We called for open- openness, accountability, and growth, extending an offer of work, working with Ellis on some form of transformative justice. Since his public statement a year ago, to the knowledge of these authors, Ellis oh, has Lord. still not taken direct responsibility for his destructive behavior, nor attempted to tackle the circumstances that allow such behavior to go on unchecked both on and offline. During the past year, we were com- comforted, or comforted, comforted by an outpouring <laughs> of encouragement while also heartbroken to be contacted by more targets of Ellis and, other, and of other men using similar patterns to abuse power. Today, Jeez. as Ellis returns to comic without making amends to anyone involved in so many of us.com or, ex- or accepting ramifications of his actions, the renewal of ardent public support alongside calls for accountability is reassuring. We reaffirm our call for Warren Ellis to earn the opportunity to become the man so many people believe him to be, which is all just a long way of saying, we're not going to do anything about it. He's (laughs) getting more jobs in comics again. Why did we not address this? Why is there never consequences for shitty men being shitty? Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, especially I feel like I mean, not that it doesn't happen in other areas, because it certainly does. But I feel like especially people who write comic books is like a probably a big demographic of like people who can be shitty and just have it be completely ignored because a lot of their fan base like is probably also kind of shitty. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. 
it, that it's is just, a hell of a generalization. It's just frustrating just seeing, because we see it again and again. Just like yeah. we learn someone's a piece of shit uh, and like they just walk away for a couple months, come back and all their friends are like, hey, welcome back. Here, have yeah. a fucking job. And it's just yeah, like, there's, exactly. There's so many but more. I, yeah, no, who... I mean to to more of a, my like what I was saying is just like you know like obviously not everyone who who reads comic books like is is uh is you know uh what's the word I'm looking for like fine with that kind of behavior, but there probably is a bigger vocal demographic demographic of people who read comic books than a lot of other media forms necessarily that would just be like you know saying that the whole thing was blown out of proportion or blah blah blah. Or, I don't know. I would think so, but beaten out only by the gamers. In fact, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so yes, a while ago we had an entire sc- a scandal broke out in the Smash Bros community. Many like pro players turned out to be fucking pedophiles. Uh, one amongst them was Zero, who admitted to being a pedophile. And, uh, good start. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, in our bit of news, we have, uh, we have a screenshot of a discussion Zero was having with Technicals, a, a commentator slash journalist slash former pro, Smash Bros. pro player. And, like, it's clear that Technicals and Zero are trying to take control of the narrative and also out out zero's victims so that she can be harassed or they can be harassed and stuff and it's like uh to to read what's uh on the on the screenshot because you clearly know uh zero because you clearly know what to do technicals trust the plan lol this is my field zero also Oof. This may be huge, but the next I've challenge been is Katie. The, rodeo a few the times, and the biggest question is still, who is she, and is she really who she says she is? I was thinking, uh, if Jack Jackie gets canceled or is close to, which is very possible now, we may be able to pressure her hand to get Katie's details. I have a great feeling there's manipulation in that story. Oh my! And Katie God. herself, and since Katie <sighs> is a ghost in the wind, that would technicals that would be oh my god yeah it's we may be able to uncover her yes dot 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 so i'm saying this could be a play jackie is a snake she will throw katie under the bus for self-preservation if she has to so we could use that that's technical that's gross yeah she needs to stay gutted in the process though i want to lead i i I want to lead katie i want to lead to katie yeah and fucking it's fuck. It's like it's yeah. like one thing to know that people in the community are like, you know, manipulative and doing shitty things and then also trying to manipulate the narrative. But it's just like it's such it's a so different thing to see to it, read it written happen. out like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like written out like not even just like oh, you know, it, it it's not even just like behavior that like, yes, you can say like, you know, people who are outside of the situation be like, that's very manipulative. But it's different when it's like the manipulative person who is literally talking to someone else and they're like actively admitting and talking about like the best ways to be manipulative. You know, it's like, you know, like not that it makes, yeah, like not that it It doesn't. The situation would have been bad either way, but it's just so gross to see it. It's the grossest form of seeing how the sausage is made, because at least with that metaphor, you usually want to eat the sausage. (laughs) 
And in this case, you really don't. <laughs> no, no, it's not a very good sausage at all. But, you know, this story gets worse because, like, you know, technicals Aww. eventually released this video. I haven't watched it. I don't want to give it any kind of credit. But, yeah. like, the frustrating thing is I've seen a few people commenting going, oh, technicals brought brought out the truth or some bullshit. And it's Lord. like, oh, Fuck. Well, this, so this this chat exchange is th this Discord screenshot that had that exchange in it that you just read. Uh, do we know if that's verified? Like, do we know how that was oh, uh, captured? Uh, I'm not familiar with the details, but as far as I can tell, well, actually, no. I, I, as far far as I can tell, it's legit. These are real and uh and just yeah no as far as i can tell it's legit you know yeah I mean, yeah it looks I'm like sure the screenshot was it was taken from <clears throat> screenshot was taken it looks like from zero's account uh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna try to look up some details on this see where it came yeah, from because now please. i want to fucking know um, yeah because i'm anyway, also sure, like chatter if you want to hear mm -hmm. like what what the things like i'm sure other people will make videos about like the shit summarizing the shit that technical has made in his video so you can get the information at some point without actually having to you know, give that shit a view or whatever. <laughs> yeah, true. I just, you know. Yeah, it's just such a. It's just like fuck. Why, 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 why do we have to be constantly vigilant? Why does it take so much work to get rid of these fucks? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, because it's sad. Because like everyone wants to think it's like a movie where like the the creepy people are all you know evil and creepy and apparently so where it's not really the case whereas like turns out a lot of very charismatic people that are good at making content can also be creeps and the and people need to accept that those things are not mutually exclusive and hold people accountable even if they enjoy their fucking content you know yeah. it's just like it's it's yeah it's like even uh, though I, they may seem one way uh, but With that, though, I am going to say let's actually kick it over to Jeff as yeah, we uh, I'm, I'm, run I'm sort done. of low on, low on time here. <laughs> Maybe like my air conditioner, you can perk me up from the depths of that tweet, hell. <laughs> that, uh, that, what you got? All right. First thing I want to talk about is we got a uh, a new trailer. I mean, well, I guess, we, yeah, uh, we got a... I don't know why that sentence was so difficult for me. We got a new trailer for the uh, the recently announced uh netflix masters of the universe revelations show that is uh going to be directed by kevin smith and uh yeah I, I think it looks pretty good as just a new updated he-man show uh notable nice. things from the trailer mark hamill is going to be voicing skeletor which is uh it seems like a completely natural choice to be honest <laughs> like i think that looks really yeah it, it looks really good you know I mean, we've talked about this before, but part of me is a little bit sad that we're not seeing a um, a He-Man show that is set in the same universe as the uh, as the more recent Netflix uh, updated She-Ra show, because this is very much like back to the roots of like the original Masters of the Universe and very much playing off of that. And in interviews, Kevin has, uh, Kevin Smith has talked about like the whole idea with Revelation as being um, like usually it's just like you know uh man at arms and his cat and orca or whatever are the only people that know that prince adam is he-man but the revelation here is that that uh tila who is like the prominent female role in the show discovers that that prince adam is he-man and a, a lot of the uh the tension is based off of that 
I don't know how significant a part of the show that's going to be. That's just kind of what Kevin Smith has described as the setting and why they chose the name Revelation. So that's some that's an interesting uh, thing to to keep in mind when going into the show. Um, but probably just sounded like a bunch of gibberish if you're not really familiar with uh, the, the plot of Masters <laughs> of the Universe. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I think it looks really good. The animation yeah, looks no, really the... good. It, and, you know, it seems like it's going to be a good uh, good sort of reboot. Because of, like, before they were talking about Kevin Smith had described it as kind of picking up where the old show let off. And I wasn't sure if he meant like, you know, just like, as a spiritual successor picking up where it left off or like literally in the same canon as the old show. And it, it seems so totally different that I can't imagine it's that there's going to be a lot of ridiculous shit. He-Man's done that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to have to, yeah, it it would be fun if they, if they continued this show and then ended every episode with a, here's what we learned today, kids. Like the original show was, but I kind of doubt that that's going to happen. Throwing moons at people, you know? Yeah. yeah no what what i hope is that like it has some connection to that shiro show because like i don't think it is just because tonally it seems so different and it seems like you know like the shiro show took a lot of liberties in the way they reimagined the characters that this very much seems like a you know just like a a very much a updated reboot of the show that is not you know it's not reinventing the wheel in any way. It's just making a with new technology and new writing is making a new version of the show. It does not seem like it would connect to that. Um, but yeah, that that looked really good. We got surprisingly. I mean, I'm sure this must have been some sort of like fucking plan, but we got goddamn two pieces of Beast Wars news this month, which is bonkers to me. But, and I'm so yeah, excited. For really it. surprised me. I mean, it's yeah, I mean. It seems like a wild coincidence, but there is no way that it actually is a coincidence. Like, this is clearly, you know, we're we're getting to the, like, 30th anniversary of, or, like, the 25th anniversary of Beast Wars. Um, so, like, they're, they're definitely, it's a whole strategy because, like, the, um, like, Hasbro talks about this a lot with, like, the primary uh, buying demographic of Transformers figures is pretty much people in, like, the 25 to 35 range. So, it's pretty much getting to that point where like oh all the people who watched beast wars as a kid you know are now like they have their buying power basically because they have their own money to spend and stuff like that so it's it's no coincidence i mean they've just you know they've been doing a new beast war new beast wars in the toy line for like a year now but um the two pieces of news are one uh we got the announcement of the next live action movie uh, which is going to be a sequel to the Bumblebee movie, but we got our title being uh, Rise of the Beasts, and it is going to feature characters from Beast Wars who are going to, uh, yeah, show. I'm not sure, like, the total plot. We know, we've known the director for a while before we even knew the title. It is uh, Stephen Cable Jr., who I think the only, at least the only significant thing that he's directed before is the second Creed movie, which was pretty well-received um yeah and in uh interviews and stuff yeah and there was some hopeful stuff from that because like i'm always going to be kind of skeptical of these movies because it's like oh it's set in the 90s and there's there's obviously going to be human characters and stuff like that and like the biggest problem i've had with the live action transformers movies i mean aside from all of the like you know including bumblebee not just all of the nonsense that michael bay does but is that like there's much more of an emphasis on the human characters and it kind of means that a lot of the actual transformers take a back seat in terms of like 
having fleshed out <laughs> character <laughs> arts and stuff like that. Yes, very Backseat, funny. Backseat, because they yes. their cars. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, like, because, like, the really one of the best things about Beast Wars is that it was set on prehistoric Earth, and therefore the only characters were the actual Transformers. Like, there weren't any yeah, people, you this know? This was the question I wanted to ask, but felt too stupid to ask it. Like, how is this in... <laughs> the 90s so i mean mark unclear we're not we're not we don't know i mean it's not going to be just the beast wars cast like it's a sequel to the bumblebee movie bumblebee is going to be in it optimus prime is going to be in it like as the you know like they're both both optimus prime and optimus primal are going to be in the movie now beast wars like i don't know if they're sticking to this but the 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 setting of beast wars is that it takes place both in the past and the future where they're the descendants the maximals and the predacons are the descendants of the autobots and the decepticons and then they end up time traveling to prehistoric earth um i you know i could go into that more but we don't need to uh so no yep you're good so i'm not sure so they might have that again as them being descendants and then time traveling instead of pre to prehistoric earth time traveling to the 90s right uh we don't know uh, the things we know about the movie is that Optimus and, and uh, Megatron are going to be in it um, and that several of the uh, Beast Wars characters are going to be in it. We do know we got recently the news that the voice of Optimus Primal is going to be Ron Perlman. Um, good voice. He is a good voice. Uh, I'm a, I feel a little bit mixed about it because on the one hand, I really wish that they got Gary Chalk to do it, who is the original voice of Optimus Primal, because he's just very good. And they did actually have Ron Perlman voice optimus primal once before but it was in this like uh infamously bad uh machinima like trilogy series like worse than the, ah, the current i do remember that when the yeah. transformers like war for cybertron game came out and then they made a bunch of shit using that no so um nope never there's yeah. more than what i'm thinking of <laughs> uh they never made a machinima series off of war, war for cybertron they did it was based off of um devastation which was a lot more like generation mm, okay. one oriented um but yeah no it was very bad they got like a bunch of youtubers to do the voice acting and then the third season they like got more famous people to do the the voice acting but it was still bad and the writing was still bad and it's it's like it's worse than the 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 maybe what you're confusing it with the current netflix war for cybertron thing that's going mm. on now which i maintain is bad but it is very good compared to the the machinima trilogy like it's that that trilogy okay. is so fucking bad but they had ron perlman play optimus primal on that and it was very bad but that doesn't speak to ron perlman because you know he he's voiced lots of other great yeah. characters and he's a good actor it was just that show was so poorly written and directed and you know no one working on it took it, it any is. seriously so it's like yeah you know, I would uh, I, I'm I'm curious because I imagine like I typically think of Optimus Prime in all his forms as having this very like uh, what am I thinking? Addictive, pronounced. stoic. Yeah. And like but like there's a lot of force behind his words. And Ron yeah. Bowman typically plays characters that are like really laid back with the way that they speak. Yeah, like they're so either Optimus, mumbly uh, or he kind of like talks out of the back of his throat in like a grungy sort of way. So pardon the pun, but Optimus Primal is is a bit of a different animal than Optimus Prime. Um, <laughs> I will not he, pardon the pun. Holy fuck. <laughs> he's he's a different character. Like he, he definitely has a lot of those like leaderly qualities, but 
like in the Beast Wars cartoon, he's he's definitely more of like a laid back, like, you know, more, you know, like everything Optimus Prime says is like these big sprawling statements of, you know, he's very yeah. like stoic. He's very, you know, it's just like <laughs> he likes to speechify. Right. Everything is speechified. Optimus Prime was is not really like that. Like, he, at least in the original show, you know, he's a responsible leader or whatever. But he's like, you know, he laughs, you know, he'll he'll make jokes. And he'll, you know, he, but he's he's a lot more like, I guess, inexperienced as compared to Optimus Prime. So I don't know. Like, I, I think Ron Perlman could could voice him well. Like, I, I do see it as a good fit. The one thing that, you know, gives me hesitancy is that he did voice him before and it was not good. <laughs> but, you know, different thing, that, different voice, very, sta- very voice not acting on standards. Him. Between a very you know, big rare. budget movie and uh, and a machinima yeah. series, I think I think it's it's pretty rare that you can blame the failure of an animated thing on a single voice actor. No, so, for like, sure. I I, I, mean, I, I, un- I understand, but yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying the thing was bad. I'm saying the specifically his performance as Optimus Primal was bad. But oh, again, okay. not his fault because. The show was not written very. It was. It did the same kind of thing as the War for Cybertron trilogy on Netflix does, where like everybody speaks like this, and it's like just spit out your fucking sentence. Holy shit! Write a longer script. Jesus. Don't spread out all your words. But um, yeah. So we know that about it. We know that it's going to include both Autobots and Decepticons and Maximals and Predacons and uh the Terracons, which are not what? the. Yeah, the Terracons is going to be a different faction, which, uh, I mean, the ter- the name Terracons has been used several times before in the Transformers franchise. I don't think this is going to be, like, specifically referencing any of those. I think they're just reusing the name again to be some, like, separate force. Yeah, I don't know. And that the just villain is going to be named... And they'll call it the Battle of the Five Armies. Yeah, the villain is going to be named Scourge, and he's apparently a bounty hunter that, that uh, rips off the faction symbols of the people he's killed and wears them on his body or something, which again, uh, scourge is a preexisting character who is not that. So, you know, different, (laughs) different stuff like that. So that has me have some hesitancy where they're still doing the kind of movie character thing where they're just like, you know, transformers has so many characters to pull from and they're still just making shit up for new ones it bothers me a little bit but i'm gonna you know it, that doesn't mean it's not gonna be good so yep uh we'll see Fair enough. i liked bumblebee i didn't think it was a perfect transformers movie but you know uh, i think if we're going in the sequel direction of bumblebee rather than contributing to the Bayverse, then uh, uh, that's better uh and our other piece <laughs> of beast wars news is that the third chapter to go back to work for cybertron um the third chapter of the Netflix War for Cybertron trilogy, which just because Colin said it, I should clarify, is completely unrelated to the War for Cybertron game. Uh, <laughs> it's just another one of those. It's another one of those ones that they just reuse a lot. Like War for Cybertron, Robots in Disguise, like has been a subtitle like four or five times in the in the history of the franchise. But the third chapter in the Netflix War for Cybertron series um, is got a a, netflix dropped like a a big like mass trailer of like a bunch of the new stuff that they were putting out and there was a teaser trailer in there of the third season which is kingdom uh, which we knew for a while which is uh, again focusing on the maximals and predacons showing up and uh, that one does seem like it's going to be like them from the future coming back to interact with the generation one autobots and decepticons 
Um, and uh, yeah, it looks bad. So <laughs> <laughs> I should clarify. Fair it enough. looks okay. It sounds terrible. Like the voice acting is bad. And I know that the writing in the show is going to be bad because it was in the first two seasons. But the animation looks fine. Um, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, All so right. the, uh, both of our Beast Wars uh, news. Wait, I did have some other stuff. Let me just make sure. I was about sure. to ask if you got any uh, any last minute things you want to squeak on in there. Two, two, two. Okay, did that, did that, did that, did that. Oh, we had a couple things in here that I just want to mention as headlines that I one of one or more of us posted at some point. Uh, they're making a fucking Monsters at Work television show that they released. Yeah, a television that was show. that was announced a long time ago, but it's finally yeah, almost. But we here. got a, a we Monsters. got a trailer. Yeah, yeah. I did not watch the trailer. It's a Monsters Inc. TV show. It's a yeah, which for Disney Plus. I don't have a lot to say about that other than I'm just a little bit upset that that's happening, <laughs> just because yeah, we don't no. need it. Oh, there was another one. This one I actually do think is important, but I don't know a lot about it. Uh, then Marvel Comics introduces a new Captain America shield bearer who is something relevant. I can't remember what this was. There was a, um, she's a Filipino American shield bearer named Ari. Oh God. Agbayani. I can't pronounce the name, but anyway, that's something that probably a lot of, you know, fanboys are going to be pissed off about, but I think it's great cool idea yeah her design looks pretty cool i like it yeah uh but yeah that those were mostly the things that i had going on and uh yeah pretty much just the big stuff was the beast war stuff and the masters of the universe for me but yeah good month cool cool all right so hey, uh, uh, colin a uh, real quick question did you find yeah. anything more more about like the smash bros bullshit because like any anything i tried to type up i either get like uh stuff no, so, about uh, like smash do... mechanics because technicals is another so- yes. way of saying mechanics <laughs> and or the it or the uh, controversy from a year ago, yeah. I went straight to the tweet that um, was June Bear posted, uh, who who seems like a pretty reliable commentator in the Smash space, given his status as a uh, former Smash player in those circles. Um, in all, I looked at uh, the comments and the quote tweets to see if there was anybody uh, asking, discussing the source. Nobody did. However, nobody seemed to question it. So at this point, nobody nobody seems to be questioning the veracity of it, but there is a lot of that sort of like, oh, man, th- you can't just post this out of context. It makes them look like pieces of shit. That's yeah. kind of the I wonder why that so. would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, like uh, I'm looking at like uh, like this uh, reporter named uh, Jacob Wolf who uh, mm-hmm. did uh, did like uh, – interview that like exposed june like, bug uh, is the ar june bug at ar yeah. june bug sorry yeah ar uh jacob wolf he did a interview for another smash bros sex pest uh sky williams and uh you know i'm looking at the comments to him and it's like oh you said there's sex no pest. Poop of, i heard sex like, fest <laughs> yeah. and smash bros sex fest would yes. be a very different thing yes yes <laughs> very uh, yeah and like he's commenting on like the stuff about like technicals and uh yeah, people are replying there's no proof of manipulative intent in this screenshot motherfucker did you read the screenshot yeah yeah that and that seems to be it so like there's nothing saying like this is absolutely a screenshot of zero and technicals conversation but no nobody seems to be questioning it which is a little strange um so i i mean i don't know i Given the the fact that there are documented things about these folks, I'm inclined 
to accept it as either real or representative of the truth. However, I don't know anything beyond what is attached to Junebug's tweet. Yeah, that that's kind of the problem. Like, any attempt to, like, search up this stuff gets you different results, and it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, that is a big problem. That said, let's actually kick it into the rating section here. We're going to take a minute to ta- to try to identify what we think are the hottest headlines from this past month. And we were kind of all over the place, dips, peaks, and valleys in both tone and quality of things discussed. Um, so Story I just wanted life. to sort of get an idea of if we three had to pick the top story for the month of June. Of all the geek news that uh, we have discussed or alluded to, what do we think is the most exciting or interesting uh, headline that people should pay attention to? And I don't want to do, like, Nintendo Direct, because that yeah. covers a lot of news items. I hate to um, say it, but I feel like one of the big, like, though it's meme as shit, I feel like one of the biggest mm-hmm. things, like, a lot of impact and, like, you know, outrage about it was kind of the Batman thing, to be honest. Like, that seemed to, like, be a thing that, that reached a lot of... That. Yeah, reached a lot of yeah, ears. Yeah, the Batman thing is pretty big. Uh, and I hope that that, can, that, that outrage yeah. continues in ways that aren't just, like, memeing about it and are actually, like, yeah. you know, let, making let people Batman change eat. the way they... Yeah. Pussy. <laughs> it's funnier, too, because she's Catwoman, right? Like. Yeah, yes, yeah. that makes it funnier, 100%. I can't fight that. Uh, the thing I am most excited about, like, even just Metroid. thinking about it, like, fills me with uh, a physical hype, is Metroid Dread. Yeah. Just, like, That's it's been 10 too. years since we got a proper new Metroid game. It's been 20 yeah. since we got one like this. Uh, it's nice. To, and Mercury Steam is the developer, by the way. Mercury Stream, not uh, Mystery Stream, which is what I said before. Yeah. Uh, but they're developing the game. That is the thing. I I can easily be persuaded to go with Batman eating Catwoman. Uh, however, <laughs> this is what I am the most excited about is Metroid like, Dread. 100%. Like, yeah, the thing things I'm most excited about are that Final Fantasy IX uh, mm-hmm. series, yeah. uh, Metroid Dread, Breath of the Wild 2, but honestly, Batman eat, Batman not being allowed to eat pussy is definitely, uh, it's, definitely the it's, winner. It's, Either that or the... <laughs> Or the two involving sex scandals, and you know what? Fuck it. I Probably know. shouldn't, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, also, I... also like, Go ahead. just just wondering, does the story of the month have to be Scooby-Doo v. Uh, Courage to make the title the the two dogs two Couragenius or whatever the no, fuck no, you said before? No, it the title right? can be what the title can be whatever. <laughs> I'll lock that in. But we can make uh, the Batman eating uh, not eating pussy because the producers said so. What do uh, we write? Question though, what do we write? in the brackets for the episode title for that. Well, for the brackets, we'll just say that this is the geeky, the briefing program for the month, but uh, I will list this as heroes don't do that in quotes in the show notes <laughs> so that don't we don't get, de- so that we don't get delisted anywhere. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. It's, it's just like, man, yeah, we know that producers are very often doing things with, with, with the media they produce that you can tell like they either don't understand or they don't care or they're just yeah. kind of like running the numbers and it's like this is hilarious because of how obtuse these producers are but yeah. also really sad because it's like oh this is how certain problems with this institution are perpetuated because the people that hold these beliefs 
and can't be bothered to interrogate them are like in charge of whether or not they are expressed. Yep. And it's just, this is another instance of watching a bad sausage get made. Or a sexy yeah. sausage. It's just, case. it's I don't just know. so bizarre or to me because like they can do really. whatever yes. with the villains, right? Like, yep. It's kind of like the whole thing, the whole rumor that like Apple doesn't let their phones be used by villains in movies where their phones yeah. are featured. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's just like, except that like their Apple is at least trying to prevent an association with evil, and here the producers are trying to associate a, a, this with um. Good being a partnership? shitty boyfriend. Yeah. yeah like, like, what in the hell? Oh, God. What, what if we had, what if we associated Batman with healthy relationships? Because, like, let's, yeah, let's like, fucking be clear. I would, I would still think it was ridiculous if the whole thing was Batman don't fuck, but it's even this, more ridiculous this that it's is, like Batman this is much don't more do extreme this than specifically because we all know Batman the fucks. Bat. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, well that's our top story for the month. Go dive into the memes around heroes don't do that. It is it is just a delightful time uh, with a tinge of sadness behind it, as many of the things that we pick uh, often end up being. But that about wraps it up. That was kind of a, a, a meandering discussion that June was a weird month. I expected it to be a lot bigger, and we did skip some stuff. We didn't talk about Loki, really. Um, oh, yeah. out. We can talk about Loki when it's yep. over. <laughs> yeah, the new Suicide Squad trailer. There's a new Lord of the Rings anime called War of the Rohirrim. Like, there's, Fucking, there's uh, a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff. Not that I want. <laughs> Frenemies broke up, if if that counts as geek news, the podcast. I don't I don't even know who that is. We don't is. need to go into it. I would have brought it up if, if I felt like <laughs> it was important enough. Um, but it is, an, it is a very popular podcast. <laughs> The, the most fri- uh, uh, cringe thing I can recommend is the uh, the trailer for a movie called Karen, which oh is Lord. it's it's just rough in every conceivable way. <laughs> but uh, really, I think we hit on all the things that I am either excited about or interested in. So I'm just gonna call it here. I have been Colin. Uh, if you enjoy this I'm show, God help you. But you can tune in again every couple of weeks for new episodes, and you can find me doing other stuff on ComicGeekingProgram.com. Uh, what about you guys? Anything you want to say before we close it? Uh, hello, I'm Daimul Chowdhury, or Chowder, whichever you prefer. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Daimul Chowder. And uh, I've been Jeff Levitt. Uh, I do a YouTube toy review channel called Alchemist Prime Reviews. So if that's in your wheelhouse, check that out. And if not, no worries. I have uh, an so Instagram. Just to confirm, <laughs> is, that, is that any different from Alchemist Primal Reviews, or are they the same character, the same channel? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's funny because there's there's a character named Rodimus Prime and there's a YouTuber named Rodimus ah, Primal. I didn't mean uh, to open more worms. I already have so many worms. <laughs> no, there's there's there is no Alchemist uh, Primal. For that. That's why I'm trying to end this. I need to go to the doctor for my worms. Um, but yeah, no, that's where you can find me. I've got an Instagram where I put art stuff up and maybe will again one day, but it's literally been over a year. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute. We'll get there. All right. Well, we will be back in two weeks with another regular ass geeky program episode where we dive into one particular topic. Uh, you can also find, uh, two other shows that I produce here called, um, Dice Populi and How You Doing? Forgot my own shows for a second. So I need to eat food badly so we hope you've enjoyed this we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks uh have a good have a have a good day ciao
Common Briefing program is hosted by me, Colin Ketchin, and I have been joined by Timul Chowdhury and Jeff Levitt. This episode is brought to you by Air Conditioning, the secret fourth member of this entire conversation. Uh, the podcast is created and produced by myself and Jeff Levitt, with this episode edited by me, featuring original music also by me. Uh, I'm sure there are other things that I did, but the credits aren't long enough to encompass all that narcissistic nonsense. Uh, so we will be back in two weeks with a regular uh, book club episode. In the meantime, if you're looking for more to listen to, why don't you check out Dice Populi? We just wrapped up a big story. And how you doing? It's always a good time at commongeekingprogram.com. In the meantime, thank you for listening to this. Have a good day. Yeah, do that. And do it, you know, not as awkwardly and flustered as as Colin telling you to do. Yeah, I I my brain has not really been there for this recording and I feel so bad, but I think it's just cuz all I've eaten today is a couple cheeses. So It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm going to go make some linguini. <laughs> Wee.